I didn't do any Bible passages today, which is just weird for me to not do that. But uh, I thought it's important for us to like talk to our families and just to get to know some families today. Some of them have been here uh, from the beginning, and some of them are new. And uh, this is just one of the ways to introduce to you some of the people that come here on Sunday mornings. And you guys always are saying, well, I don't know all these people anymore. There's just too many people here. So uh, I emailed 15 families and gave them 10 questions and asked them if they would be here this Sunday uh, and if they would answer these questions, and they did via email. And 11 of them said yes. So uh, I'm going to introduce you to our 11 families here by asking them some questions. But um, to get things started just in the right frame of mind, I want to show a a video that probably several of you have seen on TikTok this week or last week, and uh, it's just awesome. Guess what I am for the nativity? I'm a classic one. Classic role, is it? Classic part? Yeah. Um, Joseph? No. Uh, uh, One of the three wise men? No. But it's a classic part. Yeah. Okay. Um, you tell me then, cause I'm door holder number three. I'll be holding doors. That's amazing. <laughs> holding doors for who? Um, probably, um, Joseph and Mary. Oh my gosh! Were you pleased when they said that? And I was like, I'm a door holder. Get in there. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to wear like brown. Really? Yeah. Probably. Excellent. Wow, that's really smart, Milo. Door holder number three. I'll probably have to wear brown. (laughs) This is classic. Classic. Those that thing will follow that kid for the rest of his life. I hope he figures it out. But, uh, yeah, it's Christmas time for sure. So the first question that I asked these families was, what is your past Christmas family tradition? I'm going to start with uh, Jeremy and Danielle uh, with that question, the the Chastains. Seth and Ethan, you've got microphones. Here's this microphone. One of you come get it. and uh, You have to, like, speak into the microphone and keep these things brief, but just share with us a uh, past family tradition. I don't know who's doing it, Danielle or Jeremy or Grace. We'll put her on the spot, though. Um, it's every Christmas day we go over to Jeremy's family's house, and it's everybody. It's all the kids to grandkids and now to great-grandchildren, which is pretty cool. And, um, and then I don't think it's intentional but I feel like in an effort to like bring calm to the day and everything uh, Jeremy's mom always gathers everyone in the living room and what's interesting is we've been married over 30 years and I think everyone even sits in the same spot in the living room which is pretty cool but um, Jeremy's mom always has her bible open and she is really intentional about finding a very special passage in the bible in a verse, and she beautifully aligns it to Christmas, Jesus' birth, our family, something that's on her heart at that time, whether it's something going on in the family or in the world or just on her heart. And it's, it's just a really cool tradition, and it's 
been going on since we've been married, and I'll let Jeremy chime in. Because that's my perspective coming into the family, but I'm sure it went on longer than that. Right on. And Jeremy, introduce you all uh, to, the, to the whole group. It's my wife, Danielle, my daughter, Grace, and I'm, I'm Jeremy Chastain. How long have you all been here? Uh, eight years, somewhere around that. I bet it's longer than that. You think it's long? Time goes really fast yeah, when you get old. I mean, we've been doing this. We've been doing this since 2007. That's that's 16 years. Grace knows better than she says. Been 12 years. 12 years. Eight, 12. It's close. <laughs> it is in dog years. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, so it's evolved a little bit too. Like, um, in fact, who was it? Last? Did Amber? Maybe my sister actually did the verse last year. Asked my mom to do it, and so it's kind of been neat to see that. I think it's now starting to go from. I don't know in most families if your family's like us, but I feel like the spiritual leader of our family was my mom. And my dad was a believer and went to church and everything, but. If I had to put, you know, who is a spiritual leader of my family, it was definitely my mom. And it's interesting. Um, I thought it was pretty cool because last year I remember distinctly it was one of the one of my siblings that said, hey, I would like to do the verse this year. So awesome. Anyway, it's cool how it's kind of right on. progressing. Uh, Scott and Jenny, pass that microphone right next door there. Uh, who's Who's talking? She passes to Scott. <laughs> Scott, introduce. I guess I will. Scott, introduce yourself to the. My name's Scott Horsfield. Uh, this is my wife, Jenny. Jennifer, Jenny. And how do you know us? Uh, well, the last thirty-eight years, I ran Sunrise Cafe, and uh, Rusty was a big part of that. Uh, we did the Fisher store. He had an office in the back corner, and pretty much uh, still do. We took care of him, I hope. Yeah, and, they did. Uh, a lot of, he yeah. took care of a lot of you all as well. So. so just serving the community, was that was our gift right. or how we were brought up. Um, as far as tradition, um, we were married in the Methodist church, even though we went to First Christian Church because they were changing out the stained glass. Yeah, they were building the new First Christian Church at the time. And uh, moving all the stained glass windows that summer. And the summer we were married, uh, we actually got married in the Methodist Church in Noblesville. And so we went to, is it called the Bells? Christmas Eve. That was one of our traditions. You were At asking. the Methodist Church? Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Is like, you put Christmas Eve service. I was like, where'd you go? Yeah. And then, uh, and then it re- evolved to the First Christian Church with our kids uh, in their pajamas and whatever. Like I think it was eleven o'clock service, awesome. Christmas Eve. So you know where you're going this year? Um, I don't know. My kids are going to be home, so as long as I'm with them, I'm great. So, right on. Pass yeah. the microphone to Jenny. Why are you so emotional? <laughs> you guys know I'm emotional. <laughs> she she was like back there crying on my wife's shoulder during Dale's singing. Oh, because you've had to pick Silent Night, and that always hits me right here. <laughs> you guys will all know I'm emotional. <laughs> it's all right. You're good here. You're safe here. I know. I got, I got more questions for you later. 
go over here to the couch. Uh, Bill and Anna are on the couch over here, but uh, whoever's gonna, he's got. Who's gonna talk, Bill or Anna? Bill, stand up there so people can see you. Introduce yourselves and tell I'm us. I'm Bill, how you, and this is my wife Anna. How'd you get here? Well, through our son, Mike. Um, he met some folks in his business and brought us here, and, man, we never looked back. Uh, it's been awesome. We've been here, I think, six years now. And your mom was even here for yep, a season? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. She passed away several years back, but she just loved this place, just really thought the world of it. So yeah. thank everybody for making that special for her. Uh, our tradition has changed because once you get our age, you have kids that grow up from underneath you and grandkids, and it's now moved from our house, Thanksgiving and Christmas, to each of the kids' house. And I guess the benefit to that is um, they're doing all the cleanup, so we don't have that stress anymore. Nice. So, But, yeah, we all get together, and uh, our big thing is uh, we cook a standing rib roast on it like a green egg outside, Mike does. And then we put one in the oven for people that can't handle the, the smoky. That was flavor. my question. Is yeah. like you, you actually fix prime rib for uh, Christmas. Yep. And does your family eat it? They do. They do because they have a choice. They have a choice. So They, yeah, they have I, a choice of what? Well, either a smoky flavor or a non-smoky flavor. But everybody likes beef. I told this a few weeks ago that, you know, I did one, was it Christmas or Thanksgiving, but we did a prime rib, I smoked a prime rib, and I also smoked a bologna, five-pound bologna, and my family wouldn't eat the prime rib, but they ate the bologna, <laughs> because the prime rib was too too juicy, too juicy. Too juicy. What's wrong with those people? That's, That's what crazy. I said. That's, what I That's crazy. Said. So our big tradition has moved from place to place over over uh, the last several years, but the one thing that remains the same is all the family is together, and uh, yeah, when you get our age, you see our grandsons, and that's a whole different oh, yeah. different love you didn't know you you were doing without. So I know. Um, that's what we do. We just get together. Very cool. All right. Uh, Seth, come over here. I'm going to hit J.D., Beth, and Hannah. Who's talking? Beth's talking. Beth, keep it brief. Um, Man, she sent me like this whole ten pages of... <laughs> Introduce your family. Um, I'm Beth Watrous. This is my husband, J.D. Watrous, and this is my daughter, Hannah Watrous. Um, we've been coming here for almost a year now. And um, we How'd you get here? Uh, well, our best friends, Troy and Don Pruitt, come here, and we know probably at least a third of your congregation through Great Banquet. Your congregation. And friends, yeah. yeah. Um, Lauren and J.D. grew up together, and I've known a lot of these people for 20 years. That's awesome. That are here, so... Um, we started coming probably about a year ago, and um, yeah. Christmas tradition. Christmas tradition. Well, now um, our Christmas tra- Christmas tradition is that we get up and we go to my um, son and daughter-in-laws. They have a little girl who's now four, 
And so one of the really important things when our kids were growing up was that when they were young, we had Christmas at home. Um, and they were able to, you know, play with their gifts and stay together as a family and not have to get up and run. And um, so when Jake and Emily had Addie, we decided that, and, and they too, that we would all go there. So You didn't say who Jake and them were. Oh, Jake's my oldest, and Emily's my daughter-in-law. And so we get up in the morning, and we go to their house, and we take a breakfast casserole. We eat the same thing every year, and we play games all day, and that's the best thing. So uh, one of the things that you wrote about in your tradition is what you used to do is I think what uh, almost everybody in here did was the night before. Yeah. Christmas Eve service was always, that's like, I call it our apex of Christmas. Um, That's where, you know, everything just comes together and you just feel this sense of calm after all of the chaos that leads up to Christmas. And somehow, over the last few years, we've found this piece that we don't get that chaotic stress leading up to Christmas anymore. You have to find the true meaning of it and it's about the birth of Christ. It's not about worrying about who has what and what you're doing and Beth, that that just, was totally opposite of where I was going. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean that's uh, true gifts? that's true. The Christmas Eve opening gifts? There, there was that, but there was like you and JD staying up all night oh wrapping presents. Like wrapping who, presents. who, who hasn't done that? Yeah. Is stay up all night and wrap like presents. Two o'clock in the morning. Well, and JD would like open up their the kids' toys and play with them. <laughs> so I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Xbox. He sat up and played Xbox while I wrapped the other presents, and then we wrapped it. There you go. I make, Santa's got to test it out. You know, it's like. All right, I'm going to go over Jason and Sasha. Uh, just hand that over there. Jason, are you talking? Uh, probably. I, I told him to keep it brief. I try to keep it brief. Uh, introduce, uh, introduce your family. Sure. I'm Jason. This is my wife, Sasha. This is Grace. And imaginary Caleb is right here. Yes. Yeah. He's still in bed. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And tell us how you got here and how long you've been here. Wow, uh, I feel like we're rusty groupies. We started at Northside 20-plus years ago, followed him to the satellite campus, um, and then to here. So a little known fact, Grace was actually the first baby born in Levener. That's exactly right. So and it was perfect that you named her Grace. Yeah. So that's, that's how we got here. That's awesome. Tell us, uh, what is your current family tradition? Oh, wow, we got a lot of them, but, you know, I think what I put in my email response was we talked about kind of a lot of traditions, but the Christmas Eve night, when I was a kid growing up, all of my siblings would climb onto the bed, my bed, because I was the youngest, and my mom would read Twas the Night Before Christmas, and then, of course, everybody had to disperse and go to bed. So fast forward, we have our own family, and that tradition still stays true, um, Probably a little bit embarrassing to our teenagers that, yes, they still, every Christmas Eve, we gather in Grace's room and we read Twas the Night Before Christmas. Awesome. Grace, do you love that? Do you make him do it or does he just like... 
just it always does. We know. still got the same book I had. You know the little golden book, the oh, little gold yeah. edge. Yeah. Yeah, we still read out of the same one that my mom read to me out of. Dude, you are old. I am very old. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Keep the family heirloom. Oh yeah. Pa- pass it back to Jeremy. Jeremy, uh current traditions that you guys have. I know you've got kids all over the place, but the big current tradition I think is it has stayed true that all the kids, whether they started when they were young, they'd always end up in, I think, Jack's room, but they would always spend the night in the same room, which even when they were teenagers and really didn't like each other, they, were, they would still spend Christmas Eve together in the same room. And the girls still come back and stay at our house Christmas Eve every year. So that's, that's the awesome. big one, I think. Right, Grace? Yeah. Yeah, I would love to know the conversations that they had in those nights. Really? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) All right, let's go over to Jeremiah and Lene over there. Hello. Um, Do you want us to introduce ourselves? Yes. Yes. And how you got here? Yeah. I am. My name is Jeremiah Gorman. This is my wife Lene. My son Liam. Lucas is the big broody one, and then Levi's the fluffy one. Yeah, tell us about some of your current traditions. Um, yeah, I'm going to... Oh, wait, how'd you, how'd you get here? Oh, yeah, here. Uh, we came just before COVID, um, but we found out about this place from Lene's mom, Mindy, who you know from all the way back um, in Oklahoma, childhood. Um, you guys have known each other for years, I guess, or something like that. I, I never really pay attention. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'll start off with current tradition, I guess. My favorite one, I'll let Lene cover the rest of them, but my favorite one is that we always get matching Christmas pajamas. Wait, that's your favorite? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, good. I love it. We get new ones. Last year was a bunch of penguin stuff, so it was right up my alley. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, he's always a good sport with it. We've had, like, um, like onesies, you know, like, especially when the kids were little and, like, that was appropriate for them to wear onesies, but now they're into it, too, so they, they're, we've done all sorts of stuff, all sorts of matching PJs, but, um, which we kind of got from my family. I, that was, like, a tradition of mine growing up, and my parents had us open up one gift every Christmas Eve. Only one gift, and like every single year it was Christmas pajamas, but still my mom put it in front of us, was like, what's it going to be? You know, like, we don't know, but it was always matching pajamas, so. Um, But we have a lot of traditions. Um, One that we love that we started when the kids were really young is doing like Operation Christmas Child boxes, and we love doing that still today. Um, It was a great opportunity to like, um, introduce the kids into giving at a young age, something that they could understand and kind of help out with. Um, what else did we mention? Oh, also our kids, like something that I enjoy for them, and I hope they enjoy it too, is um, we take out time to have them find gifts for each other and then also their cousins. So we just, you know, are families have expanded obviously I have many siblings he has two siblings and um, 
so to make it special for the kids and to make sure there's like a time that everybody can get together, we have a cousin Christmas and they wear their like Christmas nice. PJs and yeah, exchange gifts and make it a big deal for the kids. Awesome. So. All right. I'm going to jump over here to Jonathan and Monica. Who's, who's talking? Monica, why don't you just point to him with a... <laughs> Jonathan, introduce yourself and your boys that aren't in here. Yeah, my name is Jonathan Haig, and this is my wife, Monica. We have three kiddos, three boys that love donuts uh, here at Leavener, so you've probably seen them around the table. We have Landon, Riley, and Peyton. They are eight, five, and three, so we're very tired a lot of the time. Um, yeah, how did we get here? Yeah. Um, Rusty was our youth pastor at Northside. Both of you, you were in the youth group. Yeah, so we were not Rusty. Monica and I were high school sweethearts. Um, and, oh, uh, we were kind of sweethearts. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but yeah. And then <laughs> Pastors can't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah. it's like, sorry. I take that back. <laughs> Rewind that. So our, uh, I'm just going to keep going. Our current yeah. tradition. <laughs> Thank you. Is, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to be a part of it. Um, <laughs> we, uh, the, the Christmas pajamas, we do that on December 1st. We wrap them up for the kids, and that's their first gift of the season. And so they, they get their matching pajamas. We do cookie baking uh, and, you know, not typically cookies we eat then afterwards because the kids are dumping and typically sick when we're doing it right. So, um, but we do cookie baking with the grandparents. I think the thing that we love doing the most is driving around, looking at Christmas lights in all the neighborhoods. So if your house is decorated, I'm sure we've driven by you. Um, but we love doing that just on random evenings uh, throughout winter. Um, and then there's a, a Christmas light show up at White River Christian Church, uh, and they do a nightly show for a few hours each evening, and it's just fun. They play music and, and do all of that. We love Christmas music, so we also, after dinner, uh, these aren't really traditions. It's just things we do, but we do it a lot, so I guess it's a tradition. Um, we typically do Christmas dance parties after dinner, listening to Christmas music. You want to show us a dance or two? No, thank you. <laughs> All right, I pass the microphone behind you to uh, JC and Silas. I want you do, you talking, Silas? Yeah, I'm, right. I'll, I'll take the first one. Yeah. All so right. I'm Silas. This is JC. Um, she got me here about like a year and a half ago, but she's been here for a while. So her family. Um, her How'd dad, your family get here, JC? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, you remember uh, the Robinsons, actually? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen them in a long time, but um, yeah, my. Um, dad and stepmom came here um, and then I was here off and on throughout high school and then I went to college for four years and now I'm back and I brought him with me yeah do they know <laughs> that you're doing this today no <laughs> that's awesome yeah so she got me a year and a, here a year and a half ago and she was hesitant at first she was like she didn't she didn't come off the bat and say we're having church and pinheads in a bar so she was kind of scared and it's, it's good that she well at the time she didn't know but I did not care where I had church at. And I'm glad I found this place because it defines that like church doesn't have a location. And I love that because all these churches now are giant and I just don't feel welcome there. It just feels like you're just another person, just kind of like college. And 
it's kind of like that. But our traditions now, we, we're, we're young. We don't really have a ton of traditions. Um, one we do have that she kind of brought over to us is from her mom, uh, Christmas Villages. So each year she gets a new Christmas Village, and I think she started that probably four years ago, five years ago. Um, so you have five Christmas Villages? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, like village pieces. Yes, yeah. They're nice. like little pieces, so once you piece them together, they become a village. So, But you set them up every year. Yep. So hmm. i got to unpack those boxes every year and get them down, and we got to take them out and plug them in and stuff like that. So it's pretty fun, but uh, we've talked about this, and we've talked it with uh, my sister and uh, her husband that we want to try to make traditions as we go forward. We have the basic ones of seeing our parents and stuff like that and going to see grandparents and stuff on Christmas Eve and stuff like that, but... No defined traditions yet, but we hope to have some soon. Right on. Thank yeah. you. Brandon and Madison right up here at front. Who's talking? I'll talk. Uh, my name is Brandon Yoho, married to Madison. Um, Madison's been coming here for quite a while with her family, obviously. Um, I, I was coming during high school when we first dated, probably once and once a month, and then married in 2020. And we've been coming here ever since, just as a married couple. Right on. Do you want to tell who Madison's related to? Madison's the daughter of Troy and Don Pruitt. There you go. Yep. Just um, making connections. Yep. <laughs> Your traditions. So we're obviously newly married, so we're starting traditions. Still trying to merge the two family traditions that hold we've... That, hold that mic. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> So we're still trying to merge or keep traditions from each of our own families that we've, you know, grown up with. Um, so it's been a work in progress, but I think we're kind of <laughs> coming to agreements here and there. It's going to be a work in progress the rest of your yeah, life. True. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. But uh, one new one, I guess, this is on the Pruitt side. We call it Christmas Adam. So it happens on the 23rd. Yeah. And each year... One of the kids in the family comes up with an idea, like an event, and Kim, I guess, organizes the outfits. It's always something crazy. So we've, you know, been bowling in giant blow-up Christmas outfits. Um, last year, track suits. We went to K one go kart racing in Christmas onesies. What else? That's all we've done. We should, well, we should have had pictures of all this, but... I'm sure, yeah, Don, Don usually posts, posts pictures, so yeah, just ask pictures. her to see it. But, um, but, yeah, we don't know what's happening until we show up on the 23rd. So. Oh, so you don't know what's going on this No, we year. have no idea. So how do you get your costumes in advance? Kim wraps them up, and we unwrap them when we arrive. Oh, wow, nice. Kim does a lot of work. She does. <laughs> there you are, back over here. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yeah. Uh, pass it back to Frank and Lisa back there in the corner. Who's introducing? Uh, I'll introduce. Uh, my name's Frank Jeffries. This is my wife, Lisa Jeffries. Um, she she got me here like two and a half years ago after we started dating. How long have you been married? A year and that's a couple good. months. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what was the question? Uh, family traditions. Oh, um, oh, a lot of traditions are hers since I'm new to her family. Uh, we 
don't know, every. Hand it to her and let her, let her, <laughs> she's like loaded and ready to go. She's got I have notes. a list. <laughs> make, make it quick. Uh, baking day with my daughters and their families. Uh, with the highlight being the six grandchildren, ages 2 to 11, icing cookies, which is always a mix of pools of icing and generous sprinkles, spit, and snot. <clears throat> and there's always a yellow snowman in honor of my dad. Okay, so. you just handed me a plate of cookies. Yes. And just told me that there was spit and snot in them. <laughs> Enjoy. All right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, so other traditions are Girls' Day. We always have uh, with the Hilficker girls and the previous Reed girls. And we could do all kinds of mischief. Like one year we uh, left books on the library shelves that weren't library books. And then let's see. Uh, we make egg rolls for Big John every year and um, do a small group. Uh, we have small group Christmas where the Christmas story is read. We do white elephant. We do a uh, breakfast dinner. And then. What was the best white elephant gift that we had in our small I'm in their small group on Thursday night. <clears throat> it was um, the hardest jigsaw puzzle ever, and that was a box of sawdust. So. That was by Micah's dad, Larry, Larry Lingmack, years ago. But uh, what a great gift. Yeah. And then last but not least, giant gifts from Frank. So far he gave me an Apple Watch, which may have saved my life because it picked up my sure. atrial fibrillation. And then the next year an engagement ring and then a honeymoon cruise. And I can't wait to see what he's going to give me this year. <laughs> Somebody take that mic out of her hand for Frank. Pass the mic. Let's go to Jason and Sasha again. And the next question I want to ask is, how have you incorporated Luke 2? Luke 2 is the Christmas story, and we're going to cover that next week, next Sunday right here. So I hope you're here for that. But how have you incorporated that in your family, Jason and Sasha? It, It was a part of my family for as long as I can remember. So, you know, my grandparents, uh, uh, their faith was stronger than any other thing they had in the world, right? So every year for Christmas, we would meet at their house in the morning. We'd eat Christmas breakfast. And before any presents would open, before the kids could get excited over any toys, my grandmother would recite from memory, word for word, and uh, all the way up until her passing. And then, you know, after she'd passed away, I kind of felt like, all right, it was going to fall on me to do that. But the first Christmas that uh, after she had passed, my nephew at the time would have been probably 15, 14, 15 maybe, come up and he said, I've been studying and I have memorized this. And so for every year since, he has read Luke 2 from memory for everybody to hear. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great thing, man. It's awesome. Uh, Bill and Anna, you had a pretty unique one, and I think a lot of people here uh, do this. Do you remember what you wrote, Bill? I uh, was just told what Anna wrote. Oh, so. oh, nice. She's throwing you under the bus. Oh, it's nothing new. Um, <laughs> well, I can tell you, in our family, we're all believers, and 
all know the Christmas story. Wait, are you setting this up or something? I'm setting it up, yeah. Don't worry, I'm not going to leave this out. But the most important thing, um, uh, well, for you and and others, is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Amen. I don't know how that ties to together with the Christmas story, but it does somehow. It does. When Linus tells the story, the Christmas story, it's a a very cool thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we watched that uh, with our Wednesday night students uh, last year or the year before, but it's just a great thing. All right, I'm going to go to the next question. What is the greatest present gift that you have ever received at Christmas? Jeremiah and Lene, you're you're up. Uh, Ethan, take... Oh, they got a microphone. Yeah, um, that one's easy for Lene. It was me. Um, no, I uh, I proposed on Christmas Day. Um, so I think we both mutually put that down um, as a sappy answer, but nonetheless true um, that that's been our greatest Christmas present. Yeah, I want to pass it up here to Lauren and Lee. We haven't like talked to them yet, but uh, who's talking? The question is, introduce yourself, because you haven't done that yet, and how did you get here? Okay. Uh, I am Lee Anderson, and my husband, Lauren, and we came to Leavener through Matt Tolley's Bible study. Isn't that right? How long ago? <clears throat> it was early. I mean, like 2008-ish. 2008? Probably a long time ago. Awesome. Yeah. Now, I, I think this is kind of interesting when we're asking about the greatest present gift. Uh, you, you just listen to uh, the guys and the, and the, and the ladies. Uh, so somebody, I don't know who wrote this answer. Do you remember what your answer was? So I think that his answer was he got this is a like left-handed a, baseball glove. Nope, that's later. That's oh. later. That's later. Uh, the, do you remember what it was? Who wrote it? Let, Lauren, you, 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 Lauren, you say it. Give him the microphone. Say it right. <laughs> say it right. She said, say it right. See? <laughs> um, we got married on December 21st. So my greatest present has been our marriage, our kids, and the entire relationship that spurred from that. Did he say it right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nice job. I'm coming back about the other one because uh, I want to go back to Jeremy and Danielle. Uh, Jeremy, tell us your your favorite greatest greatest gift. I love this one. So if you're my age, male my age, I think everybody knows this. We're going to know what age you are as soon as you say this. The evil Knievel wind-up motorcycle that you jump off. Everything was the world's greatest toy ever. Yeah. Yeah, how many walls did you damage, you know, running that thing off the ramp into the walls? Where I grew up, we had all these stairs outside, and I, I must have jumped that thing off, and it never broke. Like, I don't know how they made that thing, but it had to be made out of some sort of plastic that is not made today anymore, because... It was just awesome. I'm wondering if you can still get those on eBay or something. I'm I think sure, you I can, but they, I think they like break now. That thing they, they break now. They had to cheapen them up somehow. I don't yeah. know. Pass over to Frank and Lisa. Uh, there was a couple of answers over there. You, you already talked about your big gifts, uh, but Frank, do you remember what your, you said was your gift? Greatest gift ever? Yeah. Um, you were very specific. Oh, yeah. In the 70s, I got like a 
Schwinn bike, 20-inch. It had the banana seat and the handlebars up high. You said Schwinn Stingray 20-inch bicycle. Yeah, yeah, Stingray. That's it. Are you an engineer? Or what's the deal here? I, I just remember loving that 20 bike. 20-inch. You just remember 20-inch. Yeah. And it had a banana seat. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, wheelies, Schwinn, mine was yellow, mine was yellow, and I had a banana seat, and yeah. Mine was, mine was red and white, I think, I can't remember. Nice. Lisa, you, one of your greatest gifts that you remember? Was a stack of four snow tires next to the tree for my 1970 Nova that I was driving. And who would that have been from? My dad loved me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Brandon and Madison, you can see the difference between the guys and the girls here. What was it, Madison? My engagement ring, of course. On uh, it was it wasn't like uh, on Christmas. It was December seventeenth, so it was right around. But that was the best gift that you ever got. Yeah, and then I actually thought of another one this morning. We bought our house. um, We bought ourselves a house or whatever a couple years, like two years ago. So. That was pretty cool. Now pass it to Brandon. Let's hear his greatest gift. Uh, this was probably probably in college. I got a my first bobblehead. See the difference between guys and girls. His first bobblehead is the greatest gift ever. Yeah. Who was the bobblehead of? It was a college mascot, the IPFW Mastodons. That was but, the greatest Christmas gift that you've ever received. Well, it started my collection, so now I've got like forty of them. Ah, there you go. It's significant. So, what's your favorite bobblehead? Do you have one of yourself? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Let's say that's your favorite. All right, pass it to JC and Silas. What is the first, gris- first Christmas gift that you can remember receiving? JC. Yeah. Um, so, my brother and I got, um, we were probably four. And we got um, red Dirt Devil vacuum cleaners. <laughs> and they were the toy ones, obviously, but they had the beads in it. So when they ran, like, it sounded like a vacuum. That's the earliest Christmas gift that you remember. Yeah. all of, We didn't, um, apparently we only liked playing with wrapping paper when we were toddlers. Yeah. So then my parents were upset that they got us gifts and didn't just get us a bunch of wrapping paper. Box, boxes. And boxes, yeah. We yeah. sat in a lot of boxes. <laughs> Um, yeah, we put a lot of miles on the Dirt Devil vacuum nice. cleaners. <laughs> nice. Hand it to Jenny. She's not crying real quick. So, yeah. uh, I don't remember what I put, but you'll like this one that I remember. It, it was a... Uh, oh, a dollhouse that my dad made me. Yes. Yeah, no, I was going to tell you that I got a Boomer Sooner doll. You did? I did. She sings Boomer Sooner. I still have it. Awesome. Jenny's bring from it for Oklahoma <laughs> as well, so... Uh, but you tell me about the dollhouse real quick. So um, my grandmother made um, Barbie clothes for my, my, all my Barbies, and my dad decided to make me a dollhouse, but it's, we still have it. It stands about this tall, and it's only four big rooms, and it all has shake shingles all over it. Nice. All right, pass it over to Jeremiah and Lene. We've got to move faster. Jeremiah, you remember what your first gift What's was? It? Oh, okay, that question. Yeah, it was a, a Thundercats sword. Like, it had the little light-up piece in the middle of it. That was that was the first one I remember. And Lene? Mine was the Baby Alive doll. I love that thing. 
<laughs> Baby Alive. Never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, you haven't heard of that? It's like that would you could actually feed it and the like the bottle would go down it looked like the baby was actually like being fed and the eyes would move and you realize then, you have three of those next to you i know but this is like when i was like five or six and oh, it was okay. awesome yeah right. and the baby would even like poop and pee and you have to change its diaper <laughs> jason and sasha one of the things that you're looking forward to christmas this season and i'm looking for a specific answer here that I just, I just couldn't do this, but do you remember what it was? Well, I, I, I need cliff notes. Uh, it was some kind of stew. Oh, yeah. So our family, I mean, and apparently the story goes way back to when Cicero was a major railroad town. My great-great-grandfather would go to Cicero before Christmas and buy bag. They would be bushel bags of oysters. And so still today, my dad makes fried oysters. We make oyster dressing and oyster stew. Who likes oysters in here? Raise your hand. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't like oysters? Raise your hand. Yeah, it's about 50-50. It's a, it's a defined palate. Really? No, they're delicious. <laughs> All right, back to Frank and Lisa. Uh, do you have a favorite or sentimental decoration or ornament that you look forward to displaying? You've got to go quick here, Lisa. Um, I bought a craft kit uh, to make a handmade embroidered treetopper angel, and I realized very early that I was over my head, and I asked my grandma to finish it. And my grandma, who was very gentle, never, ever cussed, finished it, handed me the the tissue-wrapped box, and said, here's your damn angel, don't buy any more kits. (laughs) And... And she's still on top of my tree today. <laughs> Pass it to Jeremiah and they. Jeremiah, what's your uh, favorite ornament? Uh, oh, it's like favorite ornament or decoration. Yeah, yeah. For me, this is easy. I, my favorite animal um, is penguins. I love penguins probably more than a grown man should. We're finding um, out a lot about you. So <laughs> this time of year is the perfect excuse for me to break out all of my penguin stuff. And so I get it, I display it all over the house. It's my favorite. Not all over the house. do you want okay, to do your It's in designated break? spots. She yeah. allows me. Oh, what's... Oh, um, one of my... The decoration that I look forward to is when we got married, my nana, my grandmother, made me... Her and her friend had a business that they made, like, Santa Clauses that stood up, like, a couple of feet maybe uh, like two feet tall like a porcelain nice santa claus and she um made me one out of or like out of my great grandmother her grandmother's coat and um so like santa's coat and hat and everything comes from my great grandmother's coat and then the um like santa's sack is filled with like different things and she put things that you know she put as a penguin in for him he was in the military at the time so little little things that like represented us so it's just something special and unique right on scott and jenny it's right behind you um we have a tradition that our youngest daughter always puts out the nativity set and my dad built you're gonna get it my dad built a lot of things <laughs> built the manger scene for it and why you're I just thought of something else. Obviously, I 
did that email very quickly. Um, my mom made us all homemade stockings with all the sequins and stuff. Oh, love yeah. My grandmother did that. To do that. And yeah. then on our streets, when I was growing up, every street had a theme. And our um, street was a stocking. So my dad made all the stockings for the street. And then we had like a painter and they would paint every family's certain theme and ours was dogs so we had like four dogs and it would say yeah they were six foot we still have it as nice. well and it says the greens i would like to change it to put like the horse fields on it but nice. that was my main name jc i think you already said it but it's in here it's your your uh, houses my villages yeah i really like my villages <laughs> that's my favorite thing i um my mom always gets me a new one every year so I always, like, am hopeful for a certain one every year. I really want the church, and my brother really wants the hardware store. <laughs> my mom my mom had a village, and so when she passed, uh, Chloe, and she really enjoyed it. So we inherited my mom's village, and so I'm still waiting for it to get set up. But <laughs> Had to, like, get yours in there twice. Lauren, you're next. You tell us, Lauren, do you remember what year's decoration is? This is Lee's. Oh, this is Lee's. Decoration? Your decoration. Oh, my favorite decoration is a green pickle. It's a glass green pickle. And we. Go ahead. Am I right? No, go ahead. Um, <laughs> and so every year we hide the pickle, and the kids have to find it in the house and in the tree um this year it's not going to be in the tree well the kids aren't here yeah i'm sure your kids are listening <laughs> yes so so the most exciting gift that our kids look forward to is the pickle gift which is cash so and that's, it's just fun the, the, to see grown adults running around trying to find this pickle. pickle. Who else does a pickle in the house? Really? I know the Tyners did for, for years. Do you still do it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Never, I shouldn't have asked Keith. Uh, but you sent a picture, and you didn't even say anything about this picture, but uh, look. So, of course, we all love gifts, um, but I'm a little bit over the gifts, and this was probably my favorite gift I've ever received. Um, my daughter made this, because no matter what is going on in my life, or family, or friends, God always fills our lives with good things. Right on, right on. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah, pass it back to Beth. Beth, you have an interesting one. Real quick. What was it? You're... What, the sentimental decorations or oh, ornaments. We have a um, a cabinet full of Lennox Santa Clauses, and we actually we keep it out all year long. Um, they're too pretty to put away, but they're just these beautiful Santa Clauses that have been given to us every year. JD's parents give us one every year for a Christmas present, and we keep that out. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I know, uh, Jason and Sasha, you talked about these, you, you called it uh, glow molds. I had never heard what a glow mold was. Yeah, it's, it, they're the... You're on. That's the uh, 
plastic light up yard decorations that go outside. Like our candles that are going around. Yeah, that's what those are glow molds, yeah. Never heard it called a glow mold yeah. until you sent that. Yeah. Uh I I gotta skip through some of these. Uh Frank and Lisa, do you have a funny Santa story or picture? You do? She does. Real quick, Lisa. Uh <clears throat> Audrey. Uh, John and Jeannie's granddaughter hadn't seen Santa in 2010. So we set out to correct that problem. We loaded that jolly group in the car and went to find Santa. He was like two blocks away waving at passersby on the road. And so we pulled over and asked Santa for a chat. And once we provided a chair, a lifelong memory was made Maybe a traumatic one for Audrey. <laughs> and she's all huddled up there with Elizabeth. That's awesome. Uh, Lauren and Lee, up here front, uh, tell your glove story real quick. Yeah, so this question was around Santa. Santa. And I think I was, I don't know, 9, 10, 8, whatever. And you, <clears throat> you're in grade school, so everybody's talking about whatever. And I became a doubter. And... Uh, I think at that point in my life, my dad was between jobs, and it was pretty hard for our family, and it was going to be a spare Christmas, and we all knew it. Um, I don't know if you guys remember getting the service merchandise or the Sears catalogs, and like we would rush to get the catalogs, and you would circle the things that you wanted in the catalog as your Christmas oh, yeah. present. And so I, I was playing baseball, and I'm left-handed, and I played catcher. Weirdo. So... I used to literally have to use the right-handed catcher's mitt, and I would catch, and I could throw back passably to the pitcher right-handed. But if the guy was stealing, I'd have to throw the glove down on the ground to grab left-handed to throw him out. So I wanted a left-handed catcher's mitt, and I couldn't find one anywhere. You know, you go and you look in the sporting goods stores and everything, and sure enough, that Christmas I opened it up, and there's a left-handed catcher's mitt, and I was back in the Santa game. Nice. So pa- Pass it to Jonathan. That's awesome. Uh, great story. Real quick. We just had a picture. Uh, let's see it. Our kids were unhappy. Um, one of them was happy. Is it coming? They're, looking Th- they're crying. Oh, yeah. Oh, one of them's crying. So... Um, and Santa doesn't know what to do with himself. Um, and this was a COVID year, so he's behind plexiglass. It was just a, a, a fun thing. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. He, there's literally plexiglass between the yeah, kids? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jason and Sasha, you have a good one too? Let's like show that picture as well. Uh, you want to explain explain that? Oh, yeah, well, all little kids don't like Santa the first time, but what's ironic about it is the gentleman playing Santa there is my, he's passed now, but that is my bro, my mother's older brother, and so they would sit on Santa's lap, and then like a week later, we'd have our family Christmas, and none of the kids ever found out that that was Santa, and that's a real beard. So you're really related to Santa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I asked about what you're looking forward to Christmas. Uh, I gotta skip. J- Lene, go to go to this. 
I'm looking forward to my family being in town. We're all spread out now, like my siblings and my mom, and they're coming for Christmas. So. Yeah, as Jeremiah was explaining earlier, uh, her mom was, we went to school together in elementary in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She and, had your and, mom as a first grade teacher. Yeah, my mom was. So was, I grew up, yeah, I grew up knowing about Mrs. Kennedy, and that was her favorite teacher growing up. <laughs> yeah, she, your mom's a, a special lady. I was actually sick in the hospital for uh, a month with a kidney infection in first grade, and I g- ended up getting a scrapbook my mom put together of all the cards that people sent, and it was like your mom sent me a card almost every day that I was in the hospital. And so to have their family here as a part of Levner is like uh, pretty special, and to have your mom here over Christmas. The last thing that I asked is, what is your favorite, pass the mic to Jonathan, what is your favorite Christmas carol or song? Uh, I think most everybody put uh, Little Drummer Boy and Silent Night and just the Oh Holy Night in common, but you had a unique song. <laughs> I didn't know it was unique. Uh, Welcome to Our World by Chris Rice. Welcome to Our World. Yeah, I wanted to close this morning out uh, with that song, not by Chris, but by J.J. Uh, Heller. So let this be our closing this morning. Tears are falling, hearts are breaking, how we need to hear from God. You've been promised Son of God, perfect Son of God.
Christmas. I hope that you can join us next week as we talk about Luke chapter 2 and the story of Jesus coming here. Father, thank you for my friends. Thank you for just families that we can be together these next few weeks and just hang out together. I pray for peace. Pray for comfort. Pray for healing. And Lord, we just trust you. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.